Welcome to Oaks Church, where we grow great lives and build big people. Thank you for checking out our podcast. We hope that you're encouraged by this life-changing message from Pastor Joel Scrivener. For more information, visit us online at oakschurch.com or follow us on social media at Oaks Church Texas. Well, I'm so excited to share this message with you today. It's something that's been really on my heart, and I want to encourage you to have your whole family here in the room with us as much as possible, especially at the end. If you didn't have a chance to grab some oil, um, go ahead and grab that now. Any type of oil will do, cooking oil, olive oil, uh, anything. Um, if all you have is chapstick, it's okay. God's not going to care. What matters is that we are uh, participating in this together. This service at the end, we're going to do an anointing segment. I'm going to teach you just briefly about that. It's not going to be a long teaching, but at the end, there's going to be a very powerful moment with you and your family. Um, if you are watching this alone, it's going to be a powerful moment for you alone. I'm going to literally teach you and walk you through how to access and how to initiate the anointing of God in your life and upon the lives of other people. And this is going to be something that marks uh, a moment in your life today that's going to be life-changing. Many of you may be well, be well versed in this type of thing, and others of you have never stepped into this type of ministry before. And if it weren't for the situation that we're all in right now, we would not have done it this way, but it's such a beautiful thing that the Lord showed us that in this moment as we do an online worship and anointing service today, God is going to catapult you as individuals, not just you as parents, not just you as spouses, but your children. God is about to catapult your children into their ministries as well because every single one of you exists and are on this planet for a purpose, and your purpose is present right now. It's not waiting. It's present right now. So this word anointed is an important word for us at Oaks Church. We've been in the middle of this service or this series called uh, Upgraded, and we're talking about the Holy Spirit and understanding the Holy Spirit. It's a mysterious topic, and there's so much important truth about it. And when you talk about the Holy Spirit, you can't help but talk about the anointing or the word anointed because they go hand in hand. They're connected together. So I want to encourage you right now to take good notes. I'm going to teach you some things that are new revelation and some deep revelation for me, but some things that I believe that you're going to want to go back to. Please do also share this message if it touches your life. Send us comments uh, down below uh, and be a part of us and Always, if you need anything at all, shoot us an email at info at oakschurch.com. We know that we're separated right now, but we can still be together, and your church is here for you. So let's look at this word, anointed, and I want to talk, first of all, about the foundational verse that our church was formed on. It's the verse Isaiah 61, verse 1. It's my personal life verse. It's the verse that has been the centerpiece of my life for more than 30 years. And it's so impacted my life that when the Lord called us to plant this church, he made it very clear that his church was being built upon this verse. 
in this verse, Isaiah 61.1, it says that the Spirit, this is literally something that Jesus stood up and quoted when he launched his ministry. And this entire verse, this passage, is about the Messiah. It's about the coming King. It's about the Savior of the world and what his ministry would be like. And he literally quoted this verse. It says that the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. To, re- to set the captives free and to uh, bind up the brokenhearted and to release those from darkness that are in prison. That's part of it. And it goes on from there. But the point is, is that Jesus did not do anything miraculous in his life until the anointing of the Holy Spirit came upon his life. So we would be amiss if we were doing this message talking about the Holy Spirit, the infilling of the Holy Spirit, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, yielding to the Holy Spirit like last week, and how important that is for the resurrection power to be born in your life. If we didn't take the time to express and to help you understand what the word anointed means, because this verse is your verse. This passage is your passage because you haven't been called just to follow the Messiah. You've been called to be like the Messiah and the same spirit that filled Jesus now is filling you. The same calling that filled Jesus now is calling you. Jesus literally said, if you believe in me, the same things that I do, you will do. Well, Jesus couldn't do anything without the anointing from God and neither can you. So what does it mean, anointed, that word? Well, when you look it up in the dictionary, it literally means to smear with oil. And that sounds weird in our culture. We don't normally smear people with oil. That uh, is not a good practice, probably would be frowned upon uh, out in public if you just walked up and smeared people with oil. But it's not a casual thing. It's a powerful thing. It's something that is very specific and intentional that God did all through scripture over and over again, God anointed people and they would take a horn, like an actual animal horn that was filled with oil and they would uncap it and they would pour the entire thing on the person's head. We're not doing that today. Don't worry. We're going to do it a little bit, uh, well, much cleaner than that. So you won't need dry cleaning or anything like that. It'll be real calm at your house. I promise. But your kids are going to be involved with this. And, and what's really important to you for you to understand is that I'm talking about the same Holy Spirit that filled Jesus Christ has filled you. Guess what, mom and dad? Guess what, brothers and sisters? The same Holy Spirit that filled Jesus has filled your children. And they don't get a junior version. They don't get a shrunk down version. They get the same powerful Holy Spirit. And I can tell you one of the most powerful moments that I had spiritually was one time when my daughter, Sydney, who you're going to meet here in just a little bit, she's going to be a part of the service. When my daughter, Sydney, wanted to get baptized, I got in so much trouble for this because it was a spontaneous baptism. And, and she, we were in the hot tub talking and, and she asked about being baptized. She was maybe six or seven. I don't know. And, I, and, and so I explained it to her and she says, well, I want to be baptized. And without consulting my wife, without consulting the rest of the family, I said, heck, let's do it right now, which is my spontaneous nature. And I baptized her in our hot tub. And as soon as she came out of the water, she says, now can I baptize you? And I said, well, 
Absolutely. And I had no idea how powerful that moment would be when my seven-year-old daughter would baptize me in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, put me under the water, and I would have to fight to get back up again. But when I came out of the water, just the presence of God in that moment was so incredible. And I'm telling you, have your kids involved with this. Kids, you're about to be a part of something that's going to be absolutely life-changing. God is going to release you as a family if you're an individual watching all by yourself that's okay. We're going to have a segment. I'm going to teach you how to anoint yourself, and it's going to be incredibly powerful. I'm going to put an image up on the screen here in just a second because I want to show you what the word anointed looks like in the Hebrew language, and I'm going to show it to you right here. The word anointed here, you see the, the Hebrew is different than English. In English, we read from left to right. In Hebrew, they read from right to left. So this is the word for anointed. It has three letters in it. And the words in Hebrew, specifically, uh, the words in Hebrew have a, a meaning. They have a numerical meaning. There's something that's really, really cool about each different letter of this word is its own word, and it has its own numerical value. And so you can see underneath the first letter, that's called the mem. Mem was a symbol of a wave. It represents water. It represents, uh, it represents the river of life. It represents um, the way or, or, or something that's flowing in your life. The middle symbol is the shin. Shin is the symbol for God. It's the symbol of a crown. You can easily see the crown in that symbol. And it's also the symbol for divinity. And then this last one is called the Chet. And the Chet is where you get, uh, it, it literally is the symbol for life or a doorway to life. So this word is Mashach is how you say this word. And it literally means, when you say the word anointed, it literally means the flow of divinity into your life is what that means. And so when we're talking about the anointed, the anointing, we're literally talking about a moment where God begins like a river. When Jesus talked about the river of life, God like a river flows with his divine power into your life. And he teaches you how to live a life in a powerful and divine way. This is going to be an incredible day for you and your family, and I'm very excited. And the first thing that you need to understand about this concept of anointing and being anointed is that God always anointed for a purpose. He anointed for a purpose. He anointed kings. He anointed priests. He anointed prophets. They were anointed for an assignment. They had a mission to accomplish. And so he would literally put his presence upon them. See, one of the things that you need to understand is the oil in scripture, the word oil is a type of the Holy Spirit. So what it meant when they were smeared with oil, they were being smeared with God's presence. His presence was covering them all up. See, it was after David was anointed as the future king that the power of God came upon his life and he began to kill lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. He had the power on his life of the Holy Spirit because he had been smeared with the presence of God. That's what's going to happen in your life today. When you step into this moment of recognizing that each and every one of you have a purpose. There's there's a purpose for the position and the place that you're in right now. There's a God-ordained purpose for you as a wife, as a husband, as a student, as a now a homeschool parent. All of us are now homeschool parents. You're the principal, the lunch lady, the gym coach. Man, all of us are in a position now. We got a brand new purpose. If we're not doing this for anything
anything else. You need to be anointed just to make it through the Rona, make it through this time where we're having to be homeschool parents, all of us. And now for any of us that didn't have an appreciation for you real homeschool parents, you're now our heroes. Please help us everyone, right? So here we are in this place. Kids, you have a ministry. You have a purpose in the middle of your family. You have a purpose in the middle of your friendships. You have a purpose in the middle of your relationship with your siblings. God has put you in this family for a reason. I wish I had understood this when I was a child. I, I wish I would have understood the, the mission and the purpose that God had for my life in the relationship with my siblings. I'd have been a heck of a lot nicer to them if I'd have realized that God had anointed me to be a part of a purpose to make a difference for him in the lives of my family. This is going to be a day that's going to change your life forever. I'm so excited that I have this opportunity to share this with you. The verse I'm going to read for you now is very important. And the first thing you're going to see in it is that God declares that you have an anointing. Watch this. This is 1 John 2 verse 20 and also verse 27. It says, but you have an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things. And verse 27 says, but the anointing which you have received from him abides in you, and you don't, do not need that anyone teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things and is true and is not a lie, and just as it has taught you, you will abide in him. This passage is so important because it helps us understand that, first of all, the anointing that you have is from God, and you already have it. God has anointed you. You already have it in your life. If you've given your life to Jesus, and if you haven't, you'll have an opportunity today, and you will not leave this broadcast without having the absolute assurance that you are in a relationship with God and you have the anointing from God in your life. I'm going to walk you through that. Please don't turn this broadcast off. This is a life-changing day for you. Stay with us all the way to the end because you have an anointing, and it is from God. And number two, that anointing gives you access See, that passage says that the anointing from God gives you access to all things. By that anointing, you know all things. That's a big deal. See, that ties into what Jesus said about what would happen when the Holy Spirit, remember, the Holy Spirit coming upon and covering your life, that is the anointing. And when Jesus said the Holy Spirit would come, he said he would teach you and lead you and guide you into all truth. He said he would remind you of everything Jesus ever said to you. You have an anointing that will lead you into all truth. And this passage says, and I want to point something out to you because I skipped over a few verses that will make this make more sense. It says you don't need anyone to teach you because the anointing will teach you. But to understand the context, that doesn't mean, kids, you don't need school teachers. It doesn't mean that we don't need adults, we don't need trainers. It doesn't mean we don't need pastors or leaders or small group leaders. It doesn't mean that. In the passage, the verses that I skipped, it talked about a warning about false teachers and false prophets and people that were of an antichrist spirit. And then 
the verse says specifically that the anointing that you have will teach you and you don't need to be afraid that you're going to be led off the path by one of these false teachers. That's what's it, what it's about. We all still do need people to help us and teach us in our lives. But what's really cool, guys, and what I hope you understand is that I'm not up here as a pastor trying to convince you how much you need me because if you don't have me, you can't hear God. That is an absolute falsehood. And I would never tell you that at all. In fact, my goal for you is that you hear God, that you learn through this church, through Oaks Church and the ministry here, that you learn to hear God like I hear God. You learn to hear God so powerfully and so clearly that you tune in with us and you partner with us every week because it's a confirmation that you hear here what God is already saying inside of your life. And it reminds you and connects you to know that you are connected to the true anointing of the Holy Spirit. And the same God that lives in me lives in you, and we have access to him by one spirit and through faith in Jesus Christ. I am no better than you. You are no better than me. We are God's children together, and as we grow together, as we grow with him, and as we learn to access his voice and follow his spirit, we make each other better. One day soon, we're going to get to worship together in person again. But until then, we're going to keep doing the very best that we can to provide you great ministry like we're doing right now. Every week, we're trying to improve and do better. Your generosity has helped tremendously. Thank you. Please keep that up. We're going to continue to be able to spread this message. Actually, what's going to happen is Oaks Church is going to go global during this time, and we're going to have more and more opportunity for influence. And when we do come back together, we're going to be stronger than ever. We're going to be more empowered than ever. We're going to understand our anointing. We're going to be walking in it. And when we come back together, we're going to be a team, this massive force of ministers that now are here and we're all initiated and we're all engaged and we understand our purpose and we're ready to go on mission. That's what's going to happen. And it's going to be powerful and it's going to be beautiful. Amen. Your anointing gives you access. See, Jesus made it very clear. He said, everything I have, the Father has given me. And the Father, everything he has, he's released to me. And when the Holy Spirit comes, he's gonna take from what, what I have and make it known unto you. Jesus gave us access to everything he has and everything he knows. There's a passage that talks about how the kingdom of God is not eating or drinking. It's actually Romans 14, verse 17. The kingdom of God is not eating or drinking, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Or I could say, in the anointing. Righteousness, peace, and joy exist inside of the anointing. The kingdom actually exists inside of the anointing. When the presence of God comes upon your life, when you're marked by God in your life, when you're anointed by God in your life, that's when Jesus said, hey, don't look over there. Don't look over here. When they say, ooh, there's the kingdom because the kingdom is within you. That word kingdom means authority and dominion of the king. Jesus has released his dominion inside of your life by the infilling and indwelling and yielding to the Holy Spirit by the anointing that you've been given through faith in him. My big question today is a question for all of you. Are you maximizing your access? Are you maximizing your access? Are you making the most of what you have been given? 
Kids, are you maximizing this opportunity that you have the Holy Spirit in your life to actually change environments? Did you know that kids, you can change environments in your house for the good? I I know I was a kid and I changed the environment for the bad a lot. But we have the ability, guys, to recognize that you can change the environment. Mommy and daddy are humans. They're going to mess up. Sometimes they're not going to agree on certain things. And you have the ability to pray. You have the ability to release peace. You have the ability to release the anointing, the presence of God into your household. It's not just for parents. And parents, it's, it's time that each and every one of us, God has done, he, he didn't, I'm gonna, how me make sure that I say this right? He didn't do this. But he's doing something in this. And what God is doing in this is he's forcing each of us to actually be the priests of our homes. You don't got a choice. It's, you, know, you don't only have to be the homeschool teacher now. You got to be the priest of your home now. You, you're the pastor in your home. You're the priest in your home. You're the minister in your home. You're the prophet in your home. And now here we are and we're separated and it's still valuable and we're going to bring and add value to your life every single week. But you're forced to be an agent of change and a releaser of God's presence in your home. And you're mandated by God to do it. And he stopped the world to shake things up, to give the opportunity to step into your anointing and be who he's called you to be. Are you maximizing your access? You have access And we got to make the most of this chance that we have. As I was praying, God spoke to me very clearly about this message. And and earlier I had the thought, because we're receiving something from our heavenly father, who is essentially our heavenly parent. And and we have a lot of different types of parents that are out there. I'm going to describe a few to you. Uh, I'll start with my parents. My parents were very involved parents to the best of their ability. They were godly parents. Uh, They they made sure at every moment to to speak life to us as as their kids, to encourage us, to help us find our way, to help us uh, dream and to have aspirations, to encourage us to be excellent and to pursue those dreams. Um, The children, my parents' children are living those dreams now because of how my parents helped and inspired uh, us to do that. And we had great parents that were very involved and honestly were pretty strict. And there was a time where I was a little ungrateful for that because I liked uh, the opportunity for freedom that some of my other friends had because their parents weren't involved at all and didn't care at all where they were. And so they didn't have curfews and they could do anything they wanted and they didn't have uh, disciplines that, they had, that their parents had put in their lives. And, and I'm now so grateful that I had involved parents that put restrictions on me and helped me to make better decisions than I would have made on my own. But there's a third type of parent that I wanna bring up to you today that you may be one of or you may have had one of. And that's the parent that is the over-involved parent that wants to and tries to live vicariously through their children's life. It's the helicopter mom or the super coach dad. And I'm not, I'm not saying something negative. Please don't hear me say something negative because what the Lord showed me about what he wants ties into this picture. 
See, oftentimes we can think about how overly invasive or overly involved a super mom or a super dad uh, is when they're trying to uh, live through. And, and honestly, it, couldn't, it can go too far and you can have your only identity is inside of your child. And then when your child go, grows up and leaves and whatever, and now you don't know who you are. So all of us have to have identities that are grounded and rooted in Jesus. But there's actually a picture of this this. this involved parent that lives vicariously through their children that God showed me that he is more like than we could ever understand. See, God doesn't just want to live vicariously through you. God wants to live literally through you. That's what he told me this week. He wants to literally live through you. You are his only access into this world. You are the vessel that he enters this world through. He literally wants to live through you. And that's why he puts his spirit inside of you so that he can be released into this world through you. He's the most incredible, over-involved parent there is. But what's amazing is he doesn't force his will on you. You have to yield to him. You have to give him access so that you can then access all that he has for you. God wants to live through you. You you may have read stories in the Bible or heard of stories in the real world where people were possessed by a demonic spirit. And that demonic spirit would torment them and would drive them and would, and, and, and would push them and force them down a path of destruction to, com- to completely destroy their life. It was a, a path that would lead to death. When the spirit of God invades and possesses you and lives in you and through you, it's the complete opposite of that. See, when God's spirit possesses you, he leads you into all truth. He leads you into all life. He doesn't drive you and force you. He gently leads you and guides you, but he wants to live through you and be released through you into the world around you. You are God's access into this world. For heaven to invade this world, it comes through you. The Bible calls you a gate. The Bible calls you a door. You are the access point that God is going to flow through, and it's going to happen as you learn to unleash your anointing. That's what we're going to do right now. We're going to unleash our anointing. So if you have that oil uh, gather your kids up. If you're sitting with a friend right now, you've been six feet apart. Uh, that's a, you can get a little bit closer right now. Just breathe the opposite directions or something like that. Uh, but, but wherever you are right now, and, and if you're alone, that's okay. I'm going to lead you in a process of how to anoint yourself and empower yourself in the Holy Spirit. And then I'm going to pray over each and every one of you. But w- would you go ahead and come together with your families? And I'm going to ask my daughter, Sydney, to come and join me up here as well. And she's going to uh, pray with me and we're going to anoint each other. And when we get to that segment, I've got my little thing of oil right here. And we're going to do that in just a moment. But first, what I want to do is I'm going to lead you in this prayer. And we're going to start with husbands and wives. I believe right now that as you step into this place and as you um, begin to anoint each other, and I'll lead you, you're actually going to anoint each other at the same time. 
Um, you're going you're gonna to pray over each other and repeat after me at the same time. I've written um, a blessing uh, that will be released into your life. And then after that, we're going to do it over your children. And then your children are going to anoint you. And I'm going to lead them. And that's where Sydney's going to come into play too. And, and, uh, and she's going to repeat after me as your children repeat after me. And then after that, I'm going to lead all of you in the same type of anointing over your own life as well. And I want to take just a moment. If you haven't yet given your life to Jesus, this is your moment. This is your moment. And it simply starts with the word yes. Would you, wherever you are right now, just say yes. Yes. That's it. Yes, Jesus. Say this. I give my life to you. I'm not going to live for myself. I want your anointing. I want your presence. I want access to God. So I give you my life today in Jesus' name. Amen. That's a powerful moment. You just received the spirit of Christ in your life. And you're going to receive the anointing right now. Uh, if you would just take whatever kind of oil you have and you can just put a little bit of it uh, in your hand, that's fine. doesn't have to be very much. You can just kind of rub it together. And husbands and wives, if you'll just put a little bit on and, and I'm going to demonstrate it on Sydney and then you can do, you can just kind of put your hands on their head for just a moment with that oil and then you can hold their hands like this is what we're going to do. And then I'm going to lead you in this declaration. Would you just bow your heads and close your eyes wherever you are and make this declaration over your spouse right now. Say this, say, Father, I anoint my spouse. In the name of Jesus, right now, with the power of your Holy Spirit, fill them with your power to accomplish your mission for their life. Give them access to all that is available in your spirit. Flow through them with your divine power for life. Release your blessing, favor, provision, wholeness, and mindset upon them. Invigorate their soul to boldly follow you and be all you designed them to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now kids, if you'll come in close as well, and parents, if you'll take a little bit more of that oil and rub it on your hands. And if, if you got two parents here, that's great. You guys can now, uh, same thing, lay hands on your kids and anoint them with that oil. If you want to put it on their forehead, that's beautiful. That's great. You can do it however you want. You can't do it wrong. And then just take their hands in the same way. And you're going to make the same declaration now over your children. And, and I'm going to say, uh, when I say the name, I'll say kids. You can call them by name if you want to. That's a beautiful expression. But just say this with me now. Father, I anoint my children. In the name of Jesus, right now, with the power of your Holy Spirit, fill them with your power to accomplish your mission for their life. Give them access to all that is available in your spirit. Flow through them with your divine power for life. Release your blessing, favor, provision, wholeness and mindset upon them invigorate their soul to boldly follow you and be all you designed them to be in jesus name amen amen now sydney is going to do the part that the kids will do 
as well. She's going to put a little drop of this oil in her hand. There we go. Oh, my goodness. She's about to anoint me for reals. That was a lot of oil right there. Go ahead. She's going to anoint my head. Thank you. And she's going to take my hands. And she's going to lead you in this. You ready? You want, me to, you want me to do it and you repeat after me like the other kids would do? Okay, I'll do that. Okay? You guys ready? Here we go, kids. This is your moment. You're anointing your parents now. You're releasing the power of God into your parents. Your parents are going to be more godly parents. They're going to be more spirit-filled parents now because you're stepping into your ministry as godly children. All right? So watch this. You now are going to repeat after me just like Sydney's going to repeat after me. Say this. Father. Father. I anoint my parents. I anoint my parents. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Right now. Right now. With the power of your Holy Spirit. With the power of your Holy Spirit. Fill them with your power. Fill them with your power. To accomplish your mission. To accomplish your mission. For their life. For their life. Give them access. Give them access. To all that is available. To all that is available. In your spirit. In your spirit. Flow through them. Flow through them. With your divine power for life. With your divine power for life. Release your blessing. Release your blessing. Favor. Favor. Provision. Provision. Wholeness. Wholeness. And mindset upon them. Mindset upon them. Invigorate their soul. Invigorate their soul. To boldly follow you. To boldly follow you. And be all you design them to be. And be all you design them to be. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, baby. God bless you. And uh, one more time. We're going to do this now as individuals. So uh, all the parents, all the children, you've already got oil on your hands. Individuals, if you're sitting there, but you're by yourself, you can do the exact same thing. You'll just, I'm just going to have you lay your hands on your head just like this, okay? Because it's important that you know that you have the power. God literally said that you have been given the mind of Christ. And it's very important that you recognize that you have the power to put on the helmet of salvation and the mind of Christ and make declarations over your life. You can anoint your own head with oil. Now let's do that right now. Would you put your hands on your own head and declare this? Say, Father, I anoint myself in the name of Jesus right now with the power of your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your power to accomplish your mission for my life. Give me access to all that is available in your spirit flow through me with your divine power for life. Release your blessing, favor, provision, wholeness, and mindset upon me. Invigorate my soul to boldly follow you and be all you designed me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, I'm so glad that you were with us today. We hope this message has blessed your life. And if it has, we want to invite you to sow into what God is doing here at Oaks Church. It's as simple as going to oakschurch.com and clicking the Give button. On behalf of Oaks Church, thanks again for listening and have a great week.